T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one. Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, everybody. Thanks so much for being with us. The Permission Granted Podcast. The show about the show. The show... Within this show, this is the podcast about the radio show, and you can get this on its own DA show podcast feed, or you can get it on the Permission Granted podcast feed, or you can listen to this inside the free Odyssey app. The Odyssey app is great. It's a one-stop shop. Stream us live, pause, rewind, fast-forward live radio, and also get all of our podcasts as well. So that's a good place to get all of your DA show stuff. And if you're wondering about 12 DAs stuff, of course, listen to the show every day in podcast form for the 12 DAs. But also, Cap put together a whole 12 DAs playlist on YouTube. So we've tweeted that out. Go to the CBS Sports Radio channel on YouTube, click playlists, and you will see the 12 DAs playlist. And Maraz, did you know that as I came out of the studio probably 10 minutes ago or so, Cap comes walking down the hallway. Cap works in the back. He's around that corner in the TV room with the cameras and the TV graphics packages and all the equipment back there, pulling level levers, pressing buttons, making the DA show sparkle, the simulcast live in sparkling Technicolor. And I'm thinking he's going to come down and ask a question or he's got a thought for me or something like this and hands me a box and says, Merry Christmas, DA. Oh, thanks. He says, here's a waffle maker. <laughs> not wrap, not anything? Just hands me a box that's an unwrapped waffle maker. And I was like, wow, thanks. Thanks, Cap. And there, one of our bosses walks by and is like, oh, you know, waffle makers, that's a good Christmas gift. I was like, it is a good Christmas gift. I said, is this my, is it gift? It's not wrapped? And Cap just turns around and starts walking back. No. What? <laughs> what? So I guess Cap bought this for me maybe his wife bought this for me i don't know did you guys get a gift from cap no no um okay so that's interesting that that's something different than what well not different but kaplan just hit me with something like an odd question so cap says to me <laughs> did you get the a christmas gift 
And my answer was no. I said I, I was actually going to do like a nice New Year breakfast. Come back. I was going to buy bread, start the year fresh. That was kind of something nice. I had in my head. Bellotti, everybody. Let's let's start the year anew. That was kind of what was in my mind. And I didn't know why he asked me that. But I guess it's because he brought you a waffle maker. It's so bizarre. I get gifts for everybody for the holidays, but I never ever expect anything in return. And nobody's. I don't blame you guys. Nobody's ever gotten me a gift before. So. And he's been on the show for five, six, seven years. I mean, so yeah. I don't know why suddenly he thought that I needed one. Now, I'm very grateful for no, this I, because I don't have a waffle maker. And now you can make some of the football foods of the week. Exactly. And I love waffles. Yeah. So this is a really good one. I'm very Boom. happy about Stuffing this. Stuffing waffle. You could try it now. Yeah, exactly right. I can try all the the waffle variations that you've talked about, but he didn't have to get this for me. <laughs> and if he did... Maybe just a bow on top so that well, it felt that, like a gift. That, to me, is the biggest issue here. And look, I get he's still got a newborn at home. Things are crazy in the Kaplan house. Although, I guess maybe not a newborn. We're moving into full-blown baby now. But the idea of, like, not even... It feels even like, a brown paper bag. There's There was no reveal. No, there's no reveal. And he also just said, here's, you, here's your waffle maker. Did he bike in with that under his shoulder <laughs> like that? I mean... It's like he caught this off of a truck outside well, and just handed it to there me. Therein lies the question. Did Cap... Or his wife by the waffle maker, or did he happen to catch it falling off a truck? And or did somebody gift them that and they already had two waffle makers? And he said, you know what? Like like my mailman with the chocolates. I'm going to pawn this off on the A. It does feel like a re gift, I'll be honest. <laughs> it, does, it, has, it has a waft of a re gift in it. I'm happy to take it. I need a waffle maker. This is great. So I thank yeah. you, Cap. But... Another Braves World Series. You could be making the waffles. <laughs> the other thing is, I'm, I'm getting some. Listener feedback on the knockout Neil situation from today. Okay, well let's let's discuss. We'll start there. We had Trash Tuesday today, and it was also number three on the twelve days of Christmas, which ended up being Tiki Reed of the Fat Journal, and a packed show, obviously with football again. You had the big Tampa Bay Buccaneers situation. One of the players kind of accosted by the media in the locker room. We talked about that. Robert Sala on instant coffee. Scrutiny of quarterbacks. We talked about that. Jalen Hurts has an injury. Monday Night Football. A lot of big topics. We had to get the brouhaha in. Stunned to a news. Sound check. It's a pretty packed show this time of year. And two full segments are taken up, obviously, by the 12 days of Christmas. And then I'm also trying to weave in a lot of trashes. Knockout Neil, who was nice enough to come to the Bob's Bar show in June. And great guy. We had a good time hanging out, having some beers. He's a really funny, cool dude. He's on hold. And, of course, I... I love taking the phone calls, and I try to get to them when I can, but obviously you have to kind of find a spot to get him in. So he had been on hold for a little bit, and his first words were, uh, come on, guys, I've been on hold for an hour. I mean, something like that. And I just said, I'm, I'm not here for that. And I just clicked them off like, okay, we're going to move on. And so people are debating whether that was rude, whether it was right, and all that. And just here's my thoughts on it. The show is so packed every day, as it is, that, yeah, phone calls are great, and I like to hear from you guys, and I really respect that you call in and want to wait, and I don't, I don't want to waste your time, but I've got stuff to get to that's my job. Like, my bosses need me to get to a take on Monday Night Football and Jalen Hurts, and, and then we do the 12 DAs, and then we, we were just weaving in a lot of different stuff, so... The show is about balancing all of that. And if you can wait on hold on a day like today, I'm going to try to get to you when we can. But 
you don't become more important than the show that's out there for everybody. Because for Knockout Neil, I'm sure he had a good trash. He's a funny guy. He's a he's a good listener. But A, my bosses don't care what Knockout Neil's trash is. B, the listeners don't care what Knockout Neil's trash is. They don't. Nobody is waiting for that. Now, they are waiting for the 12 DAs. It's a buildup of the entire year, and they're waiting for our reaction and analysis of that. People tune in to say, oh, I wonder what happened on Monday Night Football. Let's talk about that. Jalen Hurts injury. These are things that people tune in for. I can't get to Knockout Neil within 12 minutes of on hold or two minutes just because Knockout Neil's there. I have to do what's right for the betterment of the show. So if you're going to complain about that, then don't bother wasting your time. I don't blame you if you don't have the time to to kill on hold. But you cannot do it and then complain as though you deserve better. It's not about you. It's not about Knockout Neil. It is about the show. And I remember I have to remind myself of that and my name is on the freaking show. It's about the show. And like this is why yesterday when Schwartz wanted to talk about his kid, I said we're not doing Schwartz family stuff today because <laughs> I got a checklist of stuff to get to, and I got to get to it. It's not about Schwartz's family, even though I love Schwartz. And it's not about Knockout Neil. And if you complain about it, it's the last thing I need to hear. Also, I know it's a trash Tuesday. Just trash what you're going to trash. Don't trash the whole time and then a trash right. that you want to trash. Just get to it. Go. You're on hold. Now Now go. But if you're going to kvetch about being on hold... I, I don't have the time for the kvetch and the dump, or and the trash. The kvetch and the dump. The story of the <laughs> DA show. Uh, I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, yeah, I saw Twitch really lit up with debate on this too. But I think everything you said is is absolutely true. And I, and look, I'm a total hypocrite here because I absolutely found the moment kind of hilarious because it wasn't me doing that. Uh, and then there was definitely a part of me that felt bad for Neil. But your point is right. I mean, especially if you're going to wait that long. If you wait that long, is that then you're going to use that valuable time you waited to complain and not to the trash? That's the other part of it. So, and everybody else tweets in, right? And they get they don't have to wait, right? When it when it's red, it's red. That's like the fast pass, fast pass at a theme park. Neil can do that. Nobody asked you to wait on hold for an hour. I again, I don't I don't disrespect the hold and the loyalty to the show. I don't take that for granted. But it's not about Rob of the three two one. It's not about knockout Neil. It's not about a listener. It's not about any. It's about the show. And the show has its own formatics and its own subject matter and its own priorities. And one listener is just not that. And most people get that. Some people don't. And today, Neil didn't get that. And now he's got a reminder that, you know, I'm trying. But if it doesn't happen as quickly as you need it to happen, nobody is charging you to be on hold. It doesn't cost you anything if you don't want to call. You get the same experience on the show, whether you're calling or not. You know, just understand it's not about you. It's not personal, right? It's just it is what it is. Um, I would say this. I really think, well, you're right. And seeing what happened now with Schwartz and Knockout Neil, I hope you have a couple spiked eggnogs this weekend. But it's starting <laughs> to sound like you need them. I'm the only one working all five days next I, well, week. Well, I think that reality is really set in. That's the look I've seen on DA's face the last two days is, you know, writers starting the show after. We're going, oh, you know, I know most of you on vacation. We'll all be on vacation next week. I've heard Rome mention it on the air. <laughs> Everybody just keeps talking about the vacation, and here's DA yelling at Schwartz and snipping a knockout needle. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I do this is, and I do this every year, and I've talked about this, is that 
this is the time of year I love talking about sports because there's so much going on. And, For of sure. course, football is my number one love and the NFL is my number one love. So this is the best time of year. You know, if I've got a if I've got a punt on days where I, I don't have the same, you know, desire to break down what's happening in sports, it's like a May 8th. I mean, uh, to me, you know, I miss that day. I don't – it doesn't hurt me. If I miss the Monday after week – what is this, 17, 16 of the NFL? Man, I'd be like, I want to be on the air. I got all I these takes. That. I need these. I have these thoughts. So these are easy shows for me to do, and I love doing them. And I love summer Fridays. I mean, these days, I'm sitting inside for most of the day. Maybe I get outside and shovel a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I break a sweat and using the chainsaw a little bit in the back. Maybe I get some cardio in. But, like, it's mostly sitting inside. Days are dark. Sun goes down at 4.35. It's black by 5. No, i about that. I mean, I'd rather have 9 p.m. sunlight on June the 23rd and take that day off than December 28th. So, anyway, I'm working every day next right. week because I'm out of vacation days. I blew them all on <laughs> summer Fridays. Tapped so, out. And I'm the only guy uh, from the show. All you guys are off. Pat Boyle's going to be in with me four out of five days. And then we have one other. Carlos. Carlos with a K is in there. A target demo Friday with Carlos with a K and DA. <laughs> Which is... The last show of the year. <laughs> New Year's Eve Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Where would you rather be? <laughs> and I don't know who I've got in updates. Uh, I have no idea either. Probably a Caserta in there. Yeah, you could be. I mean, maybe Erica down the line. Yeah, I mean, look. The words <laughs> bare bones will be used. <laughs> it is what it is. I did, you get, I did get you Gary Stoken from the Peach Bowl. He'll be on on Wednesday. <laughs> Basically, this is your starting quarterback playing with all of the third stringers in the Oof. fourth preseason game. Look, but the <laughs> listeners are pre. You're the you're the, you're the guy yeah, there. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And if this is huge NFL playoff implications and bigger bowl games coming up, you'd want the host on the air to break that down. So Don't I'm disagree. I'm I'm okay actually talking about that. I'm hosting next week or being here and not about the vacation stuff, but I, you know. And you'll give us all a honk and a wave in March when you're in Florida and we're oh, here. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. The, yeah. Hell, the day after the Super Bowl, I might be out of yeah, here. Yeah, no, no, I got, I got it. I got it. Okay, so on to the 12 DAs of Christmas. Okay, we left things off, let's see, last week with the Shep Schwartz Bob's Bar pick because we broke that down last week. Okay, yeah. Right, because we went into the. got to be honest, all of these seem like the same day at this point. We went into the anxiety of that last week. <clears throat> so next up was you thinking chicken wings grew back. That came in at number. No, oh. sorry. No, I'm no. looking at the ranking. The the one all the way to the right. Yep. They're not in order. Got it. Oh, so they are ranked. No. I'll get you. I'm sorry. There was a second sheet. <laughs> yeah, these are just everybody's votes. Yes, I have it right here. One, two, three, four. So we were up to number six. What came after the Shep versus Schwartz battle at Bob's Bar? Uh, that was after the PGP prank. That would be the chicken wings grew back. Okay. So we are up to chicken wings. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the chicken wings grew back is a, definitely a funny segment. I think it's mostly attention-grabbing because people can't believe that that you thought that wings did grow back and you were kind of workshopping it in real time. But you've pointed out that at least a few people in your family also thought the same thing. 
Yes. Well, Danielle's family specifically. <laughs> um, and and since that moment got played, by the way, Danielle's aunt, I'll just throw her under the bus, Christy said she definitely remembers a 60-minute piece. Like I said, she could. that's coming back to me, where like the chickens were running around with one of their arms rubber-banded. But we just think that maybe there was a chicken farm that was allowing these chickens to live with one wing, and that was the way they were preserving, and maybe that's why I thought that. Or that this was um, a rehabilitation chicken farm, that the chickens' wings were injured but not cut off to eat. You think 60 minutes at a piece on rehabilitating chickens? <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> I don't think anybody Unless we're all dreaming the same thing. But you can't grow back the chicken wing, so nobody would cut off a wing to right. try to save the chicken. Right. So the question in the saving grace is did they allow these chickens like instead of cutting off both wings and killing them, were they actually helping them by saying we're just going to use one of your wings and you could live a life one winged? Now that seems even more torturous because now you're well, you're alive, bro. but you're an amputee just because we wanted to eat some wings. But you're alive. <laughs> you're alive. Yeah. No, that would be cruel <laughs> for us to slob down one wing. We're just gonna let the let the chickens. I mean, live. Yeah, have you seen the pigs at Hooters? I mean, <laughs> at some point you gotta eat. <laughs> no, that's not right. So. Okay, so the Battle of Bob's Bar was number nine. Then we got to the prank on you at number eight. The PGP okay. prank, which was... The what, shed happens. Yeah, shed happens. Right. Then we got to the chicken wing thing. So... Yes. Okay. So we get to number eight and the the prank. You flip-flopped on this. Way back when it happened, you said, there's no way I would say that. I did not mean to say the SH word. Then you heard it in real time and said, you know what? I'm 75% sure I really did mean to say SH and I just got too comfortable. And then you heard it for the second time during the show and said, no, I'm going back to my original take on this. Yes. And I, I'm firm on that. I did not, I did not say the, the SH word everybody thinks I said. I definitely said shed. I put myself in there. And I'm sorry. Like that whole thing was still BS. It was BS. If you thought I said it, you would have called. You've heard every word I've said here. You would have called me on it in real time. There's no way both of us would have missed that. There's no way. Built some shed, but you have to admit that nobody really phrases anything that way. Build some shed. Yeah. Okay. People I'm... say I build some. Sh-. They don't say I build some crap. They don't say I build some shed. You know what? You just gave me the perfect argument back to. <laughs> We've spent years, years. The year of the buffoon, talking about how not normal I am. And yet, in this moment, suddenly an acceptable answer is not, oh, you say things different. <laughs> Ten minutes on the year of the buffoon every year, but I can't say build some shed because nobody talks like that. So now I do talk like everybody. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> the best part about this is my ignorance of how upset and angry it would make you. And that you really thought I sold you down the river and that I didn't tell you that legal had called me up and that I brought it to the airwaves and you were like, he is dead to me. And yeah. the funniest part is that we don't know this from the clip in the audio, but behind the scenes, you're stewing so much so that our former program director, you had emailed out of the blue, had not talked to him, I'm guessing in a year, two years or something like that. Yeah, probably a year and a half, right, exactly. And you emailed him out of the blue, hey, can we grab lunch? But it started with, hey, how you doing, Hope all's well? And he answered me within, hey, good, how you been? I go, yeah, we should grab lunch soon. <laughs> I had planted the seed, I was out. I was doing weekends. 
on ESPN U. <laughs> Whatever I could get my hands on was going to happen there in that moment. Let's just say, for an <clears throat> argument's sake, this was all true. It all happened. You may have say you may have said shed, maybe not. <laughs> I had legal had called me up. And I So this is not a prank now. We're talking real this scenario. It's a good it's it's not a Yeah, it's not fabricated. It really happens, but I don't come to you and I take the voicemails and I use them on air as a bit. And you really are upset and you really say I can't trust DA anymore. You go home and tell Danielle I'm quitting the show. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know where I'm going to work. Maybe I didn't have to go home. I'd already told her that morning. Maybe ESPNU is ready for me. What's her response? You do what makes you happy, but just remember you got two kids here and a roof that needs to get paid. So don't quit anything without having something in place, which again would be the lunch. Um, (laughs) The lunch. The lunch would help. So just know this. If that scenario was real, (laughs) I sure hope Pat Boyle's math is good on calculating these 12 DAs. So... I wonder if you would have calmed down, though, and come to your senses and be like, well, it's not... Come to my senses? Not, you would have thrown <laughs> me under the bus to lawyers. But would it have would been... Would you have come to your senses? Would, <laughs> I might have come back and apologized, but come I... Come to my senses? But I wouldn't have quit the show over that. If that happened to me, I would not quit the show over that. Oh, you know what? Now we're going to no. go down a river here for no, a second. No, Hold on it's not here. A, Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not going to roll over and die on this one. I know we got other 12 DAs to go to. Okay. You know that spinning screen that sits behind you in the studio and that face (laughs) with the big teeth? If that was my face and it said the Mirage show and it was twirling around and around and around, right? And you were in my chair and suddenly (laughs) you said something. Instead of me coming to you, I say, you know what? Not only are lawyers ticked, I'm going to let the whole world know lawyers are ticked and know that I had to play hero and clean this up and I didn't tell him and make him aware so maybe he could delete the podcast or try to help something out. If I did that on the Mirage show, DA is going to say, no, I would have calmly came to my senses. Your ass would have been on the first bus up to Syracuse (laughs) teaching radio school and off the show. You were so full of it. I don't. I don't know. Very how, easy to say when the DA logo spinning. Well, I don't know how I would have felt in the same situation. I agree with you. However, I would say you had nine plus years of experience of being a bit, of being something that we poke at and laugh at and laugh because of. I don't think anything should rise to the bit that it's. I'm quitting. Did Brady leave New England? <laughs> He had a lot of years of that bit of winning with Belichick. But, when he had enough, did he leave New England? But how much difference is it if we have a year of the buffoon every year that's 13 minutes of making fun of you? The and lawyers then- <laughs> are not involved with year of the buffoon. The company's lawyers, you, you led me to believe were involved, which meant if I wanted to rise up in the company, every lawyer would be like, why are you letting the, the shed happens guy rise up? I just think that you've been at the centerpiece of far more embarrassing situations. Embarrassing, yes, but not costly to a career. Well, that's relatively shocking. That maybe saying shed the SH word on a podcast would be more devastating to your career than pooping your pants multiple times. Because one could lead to a fine <laughs> that the company doesn't want to pay. The other just leads to me needing new underwear. Oh, how often have we walked the line of a fine? Of course we walk we it every have. day. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying I walked the line. But then there is a line that you could cross, and if that word that everybody thought was shed, by the way, what happened on PGP shouldn't have. I should have just understood that it was a 
prank from the beginning. And that's what also irritated me, <laughs> the fact that I was calling it on a prank. <laughs> Such a funny PGP already. To, to, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no, I, you to say you would come to your senses. Well, all right. I, I, I will admit, I don't know what I would have done. I just don't. I don't know if you would have done that. I don't know if you would have punted it's, all of this experience and the people in this building that like you and the chances you get around the company. I don't know if you would have done that simply because I hung out to dry with legal. Look, you could work with people you hate. Everybody does it every day in America. Pete does it every single day with us. No doubt about it. <laughs> I do it every day with Pete. You can work with people you hate. You can work with people that you think suck at the job and you think you're pulling them up. <laughs> what you can't do after nearly a decade is work with people where you have zero trust that if something happened within the company on a legal issue, okay. they would hang you at the dry without coming to you first to at least, hey, be on the lookout for this. I got a call. That, to me, is crossing <laughs> the line. That's fair. I guess that is fair. Where this ranked is... I got it over here. Okay. The two highest rankings were Bilotti and Kaplan, both headed at number five. Yeah, that was number seven that moment. Number six ended up being the chicken wings. Yep. So, Cap and Pete had it at number five. You had it at number eight. Bogus and I had it at number 15. We had it very low. You know, now that we're doing this, didn't we break this down on last week's PGP? No, we broke it, broke it down on the air. Oh, did we? Yeah. Okay. And you had said you didn't have it very high because... Um, no, you guys didn't have it high because you guys didn't live it in the same walls that we left. Yeah, lived it. yeah. Right, me and Bogus, yeah, right, exactly. And that, that Pete had lived it with you on the other side of the glass, and Cap had lived it watching yes. you on the stream. Yes, we had a different experience with the moment than you guys did. Correct. So then we get to the <clears throat> chicken wing uh, bit, uh, winging it, and the highest ranking there, Mraz, you had it at number five. Uh, yes, the Cap, chicken wings I had it at five. Cap had it six. Yes, I had it ten. Bogish and Bilotti had it at thirteen. Um, By the way, I'm definitely right. What's that? The PGP prank played on Wednesday last week when we taped the PGP after it. Oh, really? Yes, we did. Oh, Ten no. minutes on the PGP oh, prank already. So I hope you guys enjoyed more in-depth on that. <laughs> well, that was a good reaction by you. So, but we didn't do chicken wings yet. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Okay, so we're up to chicken wings. We just kind of broke that one down. One of the funniest things about this is that you just call the shears that would cut off a chicken wing cluckers. Cluckers. <laughs> just a great thing. And you said a group of chickens would be a clock of chickens. <laughs> then basically every terminology that revolves around chickens would have to be cluck or clucking or cluckers. Or <laughs> that's doing clucking. <laughs> okay, um, that brings us to... Number Chris five, the pirates. Oh, the pirates. Yeah. And this is where you go crazy because of the Giants beating the Titans week number one. And then... That's the most fascinated voted on one because if you notice in your sheet, it's all the way down in the bottom for a reason. Because I this sheet is ingesting of me and Pete's votes first before I put your guys in. That gets all the way up to five because you and Bogish have it at six and four. Yeah. While me and Kaplan don't even have it on the list and Pete has it at first four out. So normally that might be a first four out if you guys gave it a low vote, but you guys had it so high up that it rose up to five. This was as I had it number four. That is the highest ranking that it had. Bogish had it at six. Bilotti had it at 13, so one of the first four out. And then Mraz and Kaplan didn't even have it as yeah. one of the first four out. Now Another we, one where's Cap to answer for himself. And we, we dug into this on the air. This was a remarkable oversight by Cap. 
I love Cap. I mean, this is a man that just bought me a waffle maker or caught it off of a truck. Yeah, or was given to it by somebody else and passed it along to you. <laughs> his wife's coworker. He couldn't take the time to get a bow. His wife's coworker gave him a waffle iron and it came to me. <laughs> but Cap was not here for this moment. He was out on paternity leave. Remember, we found, we discovered this, remembered this on the air. How does Cap know you didn't have a waffle maker? <laughs> Did I don't know. Did I ever admit that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe when you made the leftover football food of the week sandwich. Feels like something you should get a little intel on first. <laughs> so, Cap wasn't here. He didn't know that it happened. And also, we get national attention from this because you become the crazy Giants fan guy. It goes viral. The video is retweeted a million times. It gets written up by the New York Post. You get written up on awfulannouncing.com. ESPN reaches out to you for their Monday night show, the pregame show. They wanted to use the video. You didn't get back to them in time. I mean, this this had so much impact at the time that it happened that I thought it had to be a top five, and I thought number four because, A, it had your reaction, which was utterly insane, B, the fact that you're nearly crying over a week one game is incredible. C, that it was so was so viral. But then D, our riffing afterwards, as I mentioned on the show, I thought it was the best of us. I thought this was deserving of a really high grade because it incorporated your personality and Pete's drops and me and Bogus riffing and making each other laugh to the utmost degree. I said it had to be high, and you know, Bogues had it nearly as high as I did. Bilotti put it all the way down to the bottom. I don't know why. Personal agenda list. Remember, Bilotti's votes are all personal agenda. <laughs> all politics. Yeah. Uh, Cap didn't know that it happened. Bilotti he, had his first four out because I went viral. That's why. So it couldn't be oh, ranked good high. good point. That's, That's actually a good point. Personal agenda there. Cap texted you the night before. and was like, what What moment is this? What? So he didn't even know that any of this happened. Yeah. He was deep into new dad mode. Why did you have it so yeah. low? Again, I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna fight this where Pete fought the other moments about Shep and Schwartz. I, this was not an oversight. I knew the moment. Uh, I voted it down. I guess probably personal self defense. That the way I was made fun of here, I just didn't agree with you guys. I didn't agree that special that I that I should be mocked. Like that was a big deal winning on opening day. Um, I don't know. I think I think my own personal. For some reason, I didn't like getting made fun of about this. Made me vote it down. But even it, though you went viral with it, right? But the moment that we're voting on is more you guys making fun of me for okay. going viral. So, and it's not right. I'm wrong on this. In fact, listening to it and hearing it with you guys again made me realize this is actually our best like Golden State Warriors moment with the ball movement yes. and everybody being involved. So, yes. um, the only thing I could say is I I think I remember this moment in real time feeling like. You, this sucks. No, this was this. You know, whatever. I didn't. I guess I laughed at it, but didn't find it funny for twelve days because to me, I took it as you guys aren't understanding why I was like this. It's one of Pete's best moments of the year. Yeah, I agree. Pete's work on the board there using what's crazy audio. It doesn't work nearly as well if we just play the audio and then me and uh, Bogus are just riffing on it. Right. But what happens is Bilotti brilliantly drops in. When you yell, the dog barking, he dog isolates barking. He isolates all the individual moments and then keeps dropping them in and mixing them in, and it's just a virtuoso performance. So I thought that was... It's a great moment. Underrated by everybody besides me and Bogues, but thankfully it was a top five yeah. 
moment where it was graded, where it ultimately was ranked. Number three, or number four, becomes the Chris Moore is a dying grandpa. And him and Billy Jock back and forth. Again, this is a little bit like the play-in game moment between JR and Shep. Yeah, it's it was, an organic sound check moment that leads to a reaction. Yes. And so the moment itself does not happen on our show, but it's so funny and we are laughing so much and then it riffs into Chris Moore as a as a dying grandpa telling Billy all the things he wished he had done. <laughs> And by the way, you and I are in locks of this. You had it at five, I had it at three. We were the defenders of the the most of the Chris Moore dying grandpa to shoot it up the boards. You had it highest at number three out of all of our rankings. I had it at number five. Cap had it at number nine. Pete, number 10. Bogus all the way at number 12. Surprising. And he said he thought that the rest of us would not vote yeah. it very high. Yeah, he. Uh, we'll leave that for side B. Bogus really explains how he thought he was going to be the flag waver for this moment and was stunned that he ends up being the least of the flag wavers for this moment. I wonder why he thought it would be voted down so much. Probably the same thing, the same argument I keep hearing from people when we hype up this moment and that, well, it happened on another show. Um, and I hate that argument. Because the the reaction and the yeah. ability, the efficient, like that happens on our show, and us re- reacting to audio is, first of all, a huge segment every single show, and some of the best moments of the year happen as a result of that. Correct. Now we get to number three, Tiki Reads of the Fat Journal, and it's a clean sweep. All five of us have this in the top four. Three, uh, four of us have it on in the top three. You have it at four. Pete the body, bogish, and I have it at three. Cap pushes it to number two, interestingly enough. So Cap has it ranked the highest, but yeah. falls at number three. You can't argue there. No. You and I are the only ones that have been doing this all 10 years. I think that out of the 10 years we've been doing this, three or four of the years, this would be the number one. Yeah, probably. Probably. I'd have to go back and look at all of those, but I'm with you. So. To me, the, what ends up being the top four are four that most of us all had in the top four, except right. outside of the Chris Moore one, me and you for sure right there. So you're going to get no arguments. And I don't think that Tiki Barber reading a fat journal at number three means it's any kind of slight that it wasn't at two or one. Uh, I think they're all winners here at this point, if that makes sense. It's just, it's a borderline Hall of Fame running back talking about my potential sex life and how much chicken I've eaten. And when it happens on January the 7th, I really thought, First of all, leader in the clubhouse for the rest of the year, and you were chasing this all year long. Didn't realize is that we'd have a moment that equaled it a couple of weeks later. Had we not had that moment, the oopsie, this would have been number one all year, and then the oopsie would have come in at the very, very, very end. So the this oopsie. would have yeah. been the number one for like 10 months. You know, now you say that, too, and I, I do a little deep analytics here on this, advanced analytics. You're right. So think about the, the events that happen on the show, okay? You're talking about oopsies, and you're talking about fat journals. <laughs> and for anybody who wants to complain and use the excuse about Chris Moore and a dying grandpa, if I don't crap my pants <laughs> and or create a fat journal, Chris Moore and Billy Jacalone are number one of the 12 DAs. That's not a bad point. If that, like, think about it. Yeah. I didn't have to keep a journal. I came up with that. I didn't have to poop myself. I wonder how the rankings would. I didn't have to poop myself. That's true. You didn't have to. Um, I wonder how the rankings would 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 change. Would people vote that number one, or would they look deeper for something else? 
Shep versus Schwartz would have been number one. Oh. Looking at the list. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's an iconic show moment that could only happen on the show. Right. And we would be looking for a number one that represented that. Yes. That would have played in and your mind would have been altered. Yeah. And we'd all be screaming at Pete the body. How could you not be with us as he votes it off? Or would Pete have been the reason it wasn't number one? You know... Out of all of this, after the countdown is done, we still need to get Cap's explanation on one thing. I, okay, he wasn't here for, you know, the, the ring doorbell pirate stuff. Fine. Yeah. He has not answered why he put Shep versus Schwartz out of the rankings altogether. He left them off the ballot. Another good point. Now, we know that Pete's explanation, while flimsy, was, I don't want to reward those guys. They they hijacked the show. Sh- Cab has never given us a reason why he didn't vote that on. You're right. You're right. Look, there's we're gonna just highlight everything when you go over this. The the oink rating and everything else. Isn't I, that funny? Schwartz versus Shep, which came in at number six, you said? Yeah. Would I, have been number one. And I do have to say, I, there'll be time for this, and I'm pretty sure you're gonna do a Twitch chat at some point. Yep, sometime this week. Um there are several listeners and viewers who have pounded this point home for two weeks okay. on what they believe is number one and ends up not making the list at all. And I wonder, in hindsight, if we erased those moments, if we would have thought differently in this moment, could have been considered for number one. It's not even anywhere near, nor was it in the top 25 or top 47. Wow. And several have brought it up. And I'm sure some of them will bring it up, that they believe it, forget in the list, it's the number one moment of the year. Wow. I mean, do you want to know or do you want to just leave that tease? It's the hockey one. It's no, it's it's the the perfect Canadian bacon with Pat Boyle. So many people that resonates with going, we just you had us all build up this Canadian bacon. We get the perfect one, and it leads to me exploding about him getting a perfect one that they feel that like that was the number one moment of the year. Hmm. I've thought about that. I've thought about that. It was not it was not pulled for a vote. Right. It was Be- not pulled for a vote. Because the reason he's doing in these perfects, I'm the one that pulls them for votes. I wasn't in that day to pull it and save it. When I am out and a big moment happens, it's actually Pete who's supposed to pull moments that he thinks are worthy. So in the end, I'm just going to tell you right now, blame Pete. Well, there's a blame to go around because I should have identified that as this is a historic moment. You have to pull this. And I guess I, I slipped thinking that as well. For that many listeners to say number one, forget being on the list. And expecting it, by the way. Many have expected it to be number one. <laughs> you know, I really have to think about I have to sit with this one. I have to sit with this one. <laughs> you do that. I have to sit with this one. Because what would I do if I had to do my rankings over and that was in? It? it was never pulled. So I never considered we it. We never considered it. And to be honest, it, it's a lot, right? We're looking at 47. You're not thinking about the moments that aren't pulled. You're thinking, how do I dwindle down the ones that are? And there are I'm so... I don't blame anybody for that. I don't even... Was you... Okay, you thinking that you could have been Pavel Burry was in the vote. That's the Hockey Hall of Fame one. I can tell you right now if I got any votes. I voted as the first four out. Bilotti had it at number 12. Bogish off the board, Kaplan and you had it as a first four out, and it was actually the first of the first four outs that didn't make it. Number seventeen. Yes, yes. I have to. I have to sit with this one. This is this is controversial. This it, really it is. is. When it, when I think about it, how would my vote be different? I don't blame the thought process from the listeners on that. Um, 
We're and, so comprehensive, and we missed a yeah. huge one. I and, again, and again, I could take blame and come back and say this has to be in there, but much like Kaplan on on, on maternity paternity leave, like moments are going to happen when somebody's not here. If I'm the one who always has to pull him, somebody's got to step up and say, Mraz isn't here, make sure we include yeah. this. Yeah. And I'd say they're probably right. We, I mean, do I we, don't... Canadian Pick, it was two full months of a 12-month show. And it was year three of it, so it had heightened yeah. to a crazy level. And that was intense times. And we had the oink grading as a moment that was involved where I couldn't take the oinks. That was the the power, power. The, the, but we have two fat journals. Does that mean we couldn't have two Canadian bacon moments? No, it, it would have to be on its, on its own. It should be right. Fat Boyle's perfect Canadian bacon. So as I'm saying, the excuse can't be, well, we had Canadian bacon represented. That's not right. We had fat journals represented. Yes. No, no. We, we blew this. We blew this bad. Now, I don't think it would have been number one. I'm not saying it would be. I'm just telling you that some listeners believed it would be. I, I don't. This is a huge oversight by us, but I don't believe it would be number one. If I had a guess, it would still fall, I think it would fall to four. Maybe. But the point I'm bringing up is, again, if I don't poop my pants or create a fat <laughs> journal, then they really might have a point that that was the most memorable moment of the year. <laughs> Yes, if it weren't for your idiosyncrasies, <laughs> that would might be the number one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about this. We we, you know what? This is gonna be next week when everybody's out. The is gonna do a full week on did did we get this wrong? I might I might have to. It might deserve its own show, like a mock draft re, <laughs> redraft. Do we need a revote? It might get its own show here. It might get its own show. We gotta find the date it happened. There's a lot that needs to go into it too. I'm sure Cap has the video though. And boy, when you think about Boyle scrubbed from the history of the DA show in 2022, some would look back and go, "Is he who should not be named?" I mean, Pat Boyle had one of the most memorable moments. Does even make the list, and then gets overlooked for picking games against him. <laughs> this is what Dixie Landan is talking about. Now, Boyle's in with me all Christmas week into New Year's. So he'll have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, it just sets the table. Wow. Wow. Uh, that's, a, that's a big meatball right <laughs> there. Is. That's a big meatball. All of the 12 DAs are available in a playlist. Go to YouTube, CBS Sports Radio's channel. Click on playlist. You'll see it there. We've also tweeted that out as well. That is side A. Stick around for the rest of the week. We've got number two and number one. here. side B. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's side B of the PGP. It's Bogish and me, Mraz. How the heck are you? Bogey, bogey, bogey. It is our... Our last week of the year together, you and I will both be off on vacation as DA, I think the lone wolf left on the show around next week, so we'll see. I mean, there was a lot of PGP banter about when people were out throughout the year. Remember, that was another storyline. We'll see what happens with the PGP next week with DA. But nonetheless, we are coming to you here on Tuesday, December 20th, which means we, at the time of recording, still have two, the top two 12 DAs still to come. We have gotten through number three and the tiki reading of the Fat Journal. First of all, hello, how are you? Hey, Sean, I'm doing really well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fantastic. So you were out on Monday show, which yeah, which is all sorts of chaotic. For you know, if we peel back the curtain for a second, we were told that Greg Caserta was going to be in. Me too. And then ended up being Peter Schwartz and Caserta and Schwartz were here at the same time. So not to get into all the the scheduling stuff, but we oh, end okay. up. On a, a just a wacky day that you would not appreciate in the newsroom. A lack of sound after an NFL Sunday. Think about this, Bogues. The crazy end of the Raider-Patriot game. No Patriots final call in there. No Paul Allen calls from the Vikings comeback that happened on Saturday. Zero Washington Commanders postgame after they lose a heartbreaker on Sunday night football, amongst other things. And then on top of it, as we're trying to scramble for sound, Peter Schwartz is telling us about his kids' long snapping camp. Yeah. So you being out caused a big, big event. Yeah, and, um, man, take a deep breath. I got to walk away from this very gently. Too many things happen with too many possible negative ramifications when me and or Brad Heller are not in in the morning. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I debated on Sunday because part of this, so the, the the very beginning of this was I was supposed to be out last Monday and Tuesday. The Vegas trip. For the Vegas trip. That did not happen. Right. So when the Vegas trip did not happen, I emailed the powers that be and said, hey, is there any chance I can reconfigure my days off instead of having a random four-day week? Can I just split it into, can I have these next two Mondays off? Because I had, I, I, I have, we got to use our days. Right. We can't cash them out. I refuse to not use my days and leave them on the table. So I had these two days. Didn't make sense to be off four straight days. How about we just move them around? I'm off back-to-back Mondays. Everything's all fine. And I said, I'll even talk to Caserta about it because he was scheduled to work Monday and right. Tuesday of last week. No, no, no. We got it. It's fine. I get an email or a text. Okay, everything is all set. Greg will switch from Monday, Tuesday to Monday, Monday. We're all good to go. Okay, fine. Then this past weekend comes and I go, is it? do I need to check on this? Do I need to follow up? I'm like, no, this is not my it's concern. Not your job. You took off. And Correct. then I wake up Monday to an email of you going, I'm looping Schwartz in because he's in, not Caserta. Whole thing. I, I just, I, and then no matter who's here, things don't get done correctly. Well, Different people are mad at us. There was a big email last week about, here's what you need to do when you're here in the morning. I'm going to be honest with you. I, this is why I'm asking you this, because while you weren't here, I came in, mind you, not a lot of sleep because the Giants played Sunday football. Right. 
And it's not a normal spot for me where I stay up for Sunday Night Football and I get four and a half hours sleep. The Giants win like that. I'm doing a little reaction video. You're in the video. car yelling again. Yeah, I, I left my sisters. I'm on like three hours top sleep. Right. Okay? So I'm already a little cranky. I come in, and now I'm also pumped up to the show because there's so much action that happened. Right. So, and we do all these rejoiners, and you guys hear all the sound we play on the DA show on a Monday, and just to see none of it there set me off. And then there comes Pete. Pete off a Schwartz, weekend. not Bilotti. Bilotti. Oh, Bilotti. Okay. Bilotti. Comes waltzing in. I'm not going to lie. This was as late as I've seen Pete show up on a Monday. You could tell he's headed towards the Christmas holiday. Checked out. You know, his arms flapping. It's about 540 in the morning. I've been here for at least a half an hour, if not 40 minutes. Right around 5 o'clock I yeah. got in. And I right away, he hasn't even sat down. I give him the business. You you're late. I need your help with sound. And the people you're putting on don't know how to get sound. So you're failing at both. I told me he's failing at both jobs. The scheduling and getting here to help me. <laughs> he hasn't, and I had to apologize. I was crying. Yeah. He hadn't even sat down. Oh, whoa. He's giving me like the surprise. Relax. Well, what's going on here? Yeah. And what does Pete immediately do? He goes to type in an email. How about, and I'm giving him, stop with the email. We need sound for this show now. Right. Uh, me and Pete had a little blow by blow for about five minutes. And then after, you know, I kind of said, Pete, look, I'm going to apologize to you. I know it's not your fault. Um, I know you had, you know, whatever was going on in your head with, you know, whatever you got here. I get it. I said I was just a little ticked off. So, anyway, you weren't here all chaos. But, anyway, the <sighs> reason so I— so many threads to pull here. Yeah. Bilotti and the schedule, the doofus oh. newsroom, Schwartz and the long Doesn't snapping, end. scheduling issues, all in, on, on Monday morning. Like So, it led to a funny moment that Kaplan tweeted out where Schwartz is, again, he can't read the room. We're trying to get through all these football stories. Well, this reminds me of something that happened in the Schwartz house, and DA on cue just goes— not today with the family, Schwartz. But it's something to that effect. And Kaplan tweeted out the video at AJ Kaplan. Check that out. It was very funny. But I bring you in because the moment we play on the 12 DAs on Monday ends up being a moment I voted number three. The Twitch uh, audience seemed to kill me for this. You weren't in to discuss it. Yeah. And that is Chris Moore coughing on the air, sounding like a dying grandpa. And another one of these moments like the J.R. Shep moment where it's a moment on another show and we play back and react to the moment. And it's like this Inception-like 12 DA. Um, you weren't there to react. Your thoughts on yeah, that at, at number four overall? I snuck it in on during the, uh, during the show on Tuesday. I I loved this moment. I really, really did. Me I too. thought it was as funny as anything that happened on the show this year. Just pure comedy. Probably my number two off the top of my head behind your doorbell and the pirate. Yeah, breakdown. And I and I hear that argument. For me, that's why I voted it so high. I right. thought it's at, like pound for pound. I actually, thought it was just the flat out maybe and memorable story, but I thought it was the funniest moment of the year. So I, but so despite loving it, as I said on the air Tuesday, I read the rest of the room wrong. I thought I was going to be the champion of this moment. No. That I was going to be the only one that had it in the twelve. It was going to sneak in the back door because of that. Because I thought you guys might overlook it because it was just pure. Comedy. It was also on the newer side, yeah. the fresher side. So I, I all I, five had it as a twelve. Right. DA. So I ended up having probably the least of the group. Right. When I thought I was there gonna... was a twelve in there. There was a ten in there. I was definitely the highest at a okay. three. So I, so I, I when I when we got the list and I saw it at number four, I'm like, oh wow, I missed that. Now I, I missed the boat on that. I thought I was gonna be the one pushing it forward. Wow, and I so wasn't maybe at if all. You voted higher. It could have might have. up higher. Although the voting results that you gave for the Tiki Fat Journal were pretty. Locked the into three, a top three spot. Yeah, the three feel very locked. Right. So this was that next realm. It was probably yeah, a little bit. Pretty much it was the top three and everybody else. Yeah. That's what it felt like. But, yeah, I mean, I, th- I just think the moment is so classic for so many ways. I know. Uh, and, again, it could be very insidey where you have to kind of know Jock alone and know Chris Moore. But 
I personally have been told this, so this is not me patting myself on the back, that when I say, you know, I should have took you fishing, for a lot of people who have listened to the show have actually said to me, that's the funniest thing you said on the air all year. (laughs) So uh, it just came to me in real time. And listening back to me, I, I actually like I'm pretending it's not me saying that, and I'm I was dying laughing on the playback yeah. of it. No, it's I mean it's just it's perfect by itself. Yeah, it's just funny that the, the two of them on the air oh. is just funny, and obviously it's because we know both of them and we love them so much well, that factors into our enjoyment of it. But then us adding on to the top of it makes it that much better. And I, I'm going to add another defense layer to this because anybody who wants to poo-poo this as the fourth best moment of the year and says, well, remember, it happened you know, on another show. You know, Maybe only you guys think it's that funny. There have been several of these moments, but perhaps none bigger than this one, where I got that many Instagram DMs or tweets, oh my goodness, you have to listen to Chris Moore and Billy Jocolo. Now, we have patented... Picking up on people's coughs and right. dying on the air, the Jody Mack stuff. Yeah. So I think people who listen to our show, listen to other CBS Sports Radio shows, are dying to hear somebody cough and lose it and give it to us. But that moment flooded my inbox on where to – because it was like I heard that live. Right. So I can't sit there and say it's just us thinking that if so many people were directing us, they wanted to hear us react to that moment, and that shifts it up. And remember, that moment doesn't happen without the listeners directing us to it. Yeah. Think about it. It ultimately ends at number four or 12 days. We may never know about that moment if not for our listeners. Well, and it, it it's number four because of your line and because of DA doing the grandpa. Like, yeah. It's it's number four because of our spin. Uh, so, if, yeah, it, right. it starts on a different show. Right. But it's not We're like the we, milk and sugar on the coffee in it. Yeah, it's not like we played it and just laughed. Right. And then it's like, oh, here's number four. It's number four because our show did 10 minutes on yes. it after the fact. I, I have no issue with it there as the number. So basically, if if when you guys listen to this and you get to number one and number two and you've heard Tiki with number three, maybe we'll in cups, maybe at some point kind of look back and talk about this on a PGP. I think that Chris Moore, the dying grandpa on our reaction, is the best representation, quote-unquote, of the best of the rest outside of those top three. I really agree with it at number four. Yeah, see, I still think the... Um, the pirate, the pirate, because it's all of us. Right. And, you know how many people when we did that moment, Twitch, and everything going. I don't understand what the pirate as like when the title came out. Right, people forgot about how it led to our yeah, arr, yeah. But like that one because it involves you and your unchecked emotion about the Giants and you sharing the moment. And I heard you on local radio defending again the fact that you that this is a staged moment that it was not legitimate to begin with yeah, the I, ring belt, the the doorbell camera. But, like, so there's all of these things involved. Bilotti's yeah. perfect. Me and DA going back and forth. I still think that one's better and funnier in general. But I'm happy to see, again, I, I thought I was going to be the one saving Simo, And, in fact, I was holding them back. So <laughs> I'm super happy it's number four. Saving Simo, the story of <laughs> that's, the 2022 CBS year. Sports Radio. <laughs> all right, Bogey. Um, first of all, if I don't see you, which I will tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to see you before. Oh, and it's a good time to plug. Yeah, like, the end of the week's happening, but... DA is actually not in Friday before he's off all uh, before he's in all of next week. Right. You and I will be doing the Target Demo Football Friday show Friday, correct? Correct. Well, I mean, who knows? It's a scheduling thing. Okay. I might have to do updates that morning too. We'll see on Friday yeah. when we get there. I'm out Thursday because it's Taylor's third birthday, unbelievably three already, but I'm back in th- it's just a quick boom, back right. Friday with you. So you'll get us on a football Friday and you'll be the one judging the football food of the week this week. Oh, could you make it this week? I'll give some thought to it. Okay. All right, you can follow you on Twitter. At Andrew Bogish. You can follow me at Mraz CBS. Have a good week, everyone.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.